guys. So do you have too much engagement with your content? Amazing. Good for you. But if you're not like most people and like me, then definitely hear me out because I have a couple of tricks for you that you can use to boost that engagement. All right. So today we're going to talk about getting people to consume your content. And we're also talking about conversions and getting people to sign up to your membership. And we're still specifically looking into a persuasion model called the click open play model. Right. And the goal of this model is to get people to um, really want to uh, make it impossible for them to not consume the content. And you, hear me out. You're going to see what I'm talking about. So it's it's not it's kind of like similar to the bingeability model that we talked about. But in this one, we're playing with their brain and we are activating some levers that are going to want them to continue. So hear me out because this is fun and I have examples for you. I'm Nathalie, I am a membership growth expert and a certified master persuader. And today we are looking into your audience's brain and what we can do to activate them to take action and continue to consume your content. Okay. So of course, when I say that um, you want to make it impossible for people to not click open and play every piece of content that you create. This is a very bold statement, but I'm 100% convinced that when you do one of the things that I'm going to share with you, it will improve your engagement, right? And nobody ever said I have too much engagement, okay? So you can use this anywhere on your sales message, your videos, your social post, your call to action, even your ads, if you do ads. I don't do ads, but if you do ads, okay? All right, so there are really two angles to this. And remember, we're going to play with, this is backed by science, okay? There are like uh, experiments that they made, right? So we are going to play with two different angles. The first angle is we want to create what we call an information gap, right? So what this does here, is that people feel compelled to respond to an information gap because it disrupts in their brain their mental pattern, what they were expecting, okay? I'm gonna share an example with you so it's all going to make sense. The first information type of information gap that you can create is through curiosity. So um, like my title, for example, do you have too much engagement with your content? This is not for you. You know, it, it like triggers like who has too much engagement, right? So let me share with you another example. Do you remember when, and I don't know if people still do this, but I don't really see that much these days. Do you remember when people were doing free video series? You know, there were like three video series, then a webinar and boom, they sell you your stuff, their stuff. So you'd have one video that uh, introduces a problem, gives a solution, and then introduces a second problem that will be answered on video two. So people like were waiting in anticipation for video two, right? That is an information gap. It's telling them, it's introducing a problem, but telling them, well, you're gonna have to wait for the answer, right? So it makes want people to go and watch video two, right? So that's the first type, through this curiosity. The second type is through sequential content. So for example, you can have and you see this a lot in emails. Um, piece of content number one, how to add 100 members to your membership, part one of five, okay? And then two days later, how to add 100 members to your membership, part two of five. 
So what does it do in the title? It's telling me that I'm not getting the full information, right? So it, it um, stimulates that curiosity of like, what am I missing, right? So they're going to be watching out for part two, three, four, five, right? And I know some people, they take this even further because they would do one, two, four, five. And people would say, hey, I didn't get three. Can I please get three? And maybe there is no three. You know, they did this on purpose. So I'm not saying you should do this, but I know that some people actually do that because it breaks the pattern. It's like, where is three? I didn't get three, you know, part three. You know, am I missing something, right? So you want to play with that idea that people are expecting, like they're expecting things, a pattern. And if you can break that, then you can get their um, attention. And then, of course, your content needs to be amazing, right? But that's, that's uh, a great way to get more engagement, all right? And then number three is going to be the use of repetition. So I'm sure you've seen this on sales page, and maybe you even do this, or um, maybe you're wondering why people are doing this. You know, what's the point? It has something to do with what's happening in here when people read it. So let me give you an example. On the sales page, you could have, so you've tried to buy courses, but you realize that they don't teach you how to test your idea. They don't teach you how to build your audience. They don't teach you how to come up with your membership model. They don't teach you how to choose your tech. They don't teach you how to price your membership. So you see the, the pattern here, the repetition, that really is doing a number you know, in, in their brain, right? And that's why a lot of people are using this uh, either in emails, you see that a lot in emails, and you see that on sales messages as well, right? So check it out. Check it if it's something that you can maybe start using to create a bit more persuasion and more engagement with your content, right? Can you see how powerful that is? Let me know in the comments. Please type yes if you see how um, you can um, tweak your content right now to uh, incorporate some of this, right? This is backed by science. So you, you can trust me or not on this. It's just, it's just how the brain works, right? So is this making sense? Let me know in the comment. Please type yes if it's making sense. And then we're going to go into the second angle that you can use to um, activate this model of the click, open, play, right? And this is through using what we call innovation bias. And this is basically the idea that people are attracted to things that are new with a tendency to think that if it's new, it's probably good, all right? So it's just, it's the first thing that people think. Then they're gonna rationalize, you know, and look into it, but it's the first thing. And that's really important because we can use that to get people to consume more of our content. Right. So one way there are several ways to use this innovation bias. One of the ways is to use personification and humor. So you can do things like I'm pretty sure my brother, my browser, computer browser is planning my desk in its spare time. Right. So it's humanizing, personifying your browser. Right. Or you could say this is something I could say. Got to go, that warm chocolatine is calling my name. Chocolatine is like a croissant, but it has chocolate in it. And in the south of France, we call it chocolatine and not pain au chocolat, not chocolate bread. 
chocolatine, right? So, um, so you see how you're personifying things, bringing in a little of humor, and that creates engagement. It's those little things, you know, there is not like one big thing you're going to do and boom, suddenly you get tons of engagement, right? It's the little things that you add and bonus point if when you share these, they are actually things that you you could be saying, right? You have to stay authentic with who you are. Like if, if you're an, a person that has lots of humor, then you can bring that in, right? If you're not, then probably do just a little because, you know, um, you still want to stay authentic with your, with your value, your message and, and your personality, right? You can also use the hashtag to get eyeballs on your content. That works really well. Uh, you know, things like taking the day off today, hashtag because I can. So you've probably seen people do that a lot. And that's just because the fact that there is a hashtag and people are going to be drawn to that. So we call it the eyeball effect, where I, the eyeball glue, where you actually people get to zero in on the content. You can also use like capital letters and things like that. So those are all, you know, little things that you can do to, to your content, to your sales message, to get people to be more engaged with it, right? So let's, re let's recap because we've you know, shared several things. So to build more engagement with your content, you can one, create information gap. You can use curiosity, repetition, sequential content. You can go back and watch the video if you wanna see the examples again. And two, you can play with innovation bias, right? Uh, personification, uh, humor, hashtags, uh, you know, words in bold or uh, capital letters, also alternating short sentences and larger sentences, right? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know in the comments if that resonates with you, if there are some things that you know you can start to take and implement for yourself to boost your engagement, all right? And I will see you tomorrow.